Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast that talks about the mysterious world of divorce and uncoupling and living happily ever after heartbreak. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I am a writer and an award-winning parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. That's M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S.com. It would make my day if you could subscribe and leave a review so more people can find this podcast. I would also love to hear from you. So contact me through Instagram at hharveywrites with your stories of divorce and heartbreak, any thoughts that you might have on the episode or even questions you may want answering. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. Today we are talking about single motherhood and I've probably been a bit unsure about sharing this one but lots of people ask me, um, I guess, but it's two sides of the same coin really, but how do I cope with the kids when I'm on my own but also what do I do when I haven't got them and I think this is quite a funny one because I know a lot of mums who are still you know happily married who regularly have to cope single-handed with children because their other halves are working away um, you know working long hours that kind of thing and it's really tough Um, and honestly at times I think it's actually been harder when I've had another half uh, kind of looking after them as well. You know, they'll want to come home. They've been working all day, want their tea, that kind of thing. And I've been at work myself, done a lot of driving, sorted the kids. And yeah, let's say it's sort of putting me off ever settling down in that traditional sense again because I do think parenting in general is very very hard Um, but at least I'm now in the fortunate situation where I get a lot of time to myself as well so because everything's now sorted with the divorce we're on the other side of it um, things are amicable with my ex or my my children's dad I should say So I basically have the children half the time. So that means half the time my house is utter chaos. And then the other half of the time it is eerily quiet. And yeah, I think it's that transition that I found so tricky to go from full speed to stopping. It's quite exhausting and it can be laced with guilt you know, by the time you've, you're ready to hand over the children, um, it's, uh, uh, what's the word? It's like extreme for all the senses because, you know, especially with two, they both want my attention in different ways at all times. Um, and you're multitasking, which is something I am terrible at. Um, so by the time I'm handing them over I am quite ready for it and I'm looking forward to having that quiet time so hence the guilt but 
you know, then you get back to your quiet house and after a few hours you're like, oh, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder if they're happy and okay. And, you know, you can find yourself crying over a picture of them or something, even though hours before you were ready to say cheerio for a little while. Um, so in terms of the time on my own, uh... Yeah, as I said, I, I'm really not very good at multitasking. I like to do one thing well. That used to be my motto when I had a baby was like, do one thing well today. And then, yeah, I'd feel like I'd succeeded with the day. Um, in addition to like, you know, keeping the baby alive and yourself and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, being not good at multitasking means that I really relish my alone time. Um, and I've always needed a lot of space to kind of think and dream and write. And it's the thing that I find most rewarding from my work, in inverted commas, um, from that point of view. It's that time to play and be creative and connect with other people um, and really spend time exploring my thoughts and writing them down. You know, that's why I loved blogging so much, because it would almost be a way of helping me think and work out what I thought of the stuff that was going around me. And I I can't have that when I'm looking after the children because, you know, they really need my attention. And, you know, you're doing all the other jobs, the cleaning, the cooking, the, uh, you know, packing bags tidy and all that stuff I kind of leave that for when I've got them so that when I don't have them I can really focus on the things that um feed my creative soul so as it were so yeah I've learned to really love and cherish cherish my time away from them um and I know how to fill that alone time and I definitely miss them but even when I'm at my saddest, I really try to make the most of the quiet by resting and, you know, watching Netflix and <laughs> smashing a load of bagels, as I've mentioned before. Um, or I'll go for a walk on the beach, you know, really just try and cherish that alone time because before I know it, they're going to be back and it's going to be chaos again. So you have to really rest and look after yourself. And of course, making time to see friends and um, I've started to date a little bit again. So, you know, it's nice to be able to do those adult things, which is really, really good. So when I actually have the kids, this has been funny as I was researching what to say here in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was pretty easy. I just make sure I focus on them. It wasn't that hard. But actually, I've been looking through a conversation that I had with my parents. Um, like we had a Facebook group and every now and again, I'd write to them and be like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And I'd kind of forgotten how bad it actually was at times, because obviously I was going through my own um, heartbreak and grief and overwhelm from the end of the relationship. But I'd forgotten how much it had affected the children as well. Not so much my little one who was 18 months at the time, but my son was, I think he just turned eight. And I've, I've found this um, excerpt from something that I sent them in January 
about I think that would make it about six months after we'd split up and I've written Ruben's meltdowns yesterday were off the charts hoping he's feeling a bit happier by the time they start back brackets next week low point last night was after banging my elbow I sat on the floor in the kitchen crying surrounded by dried pasta that Nancy had thrown everywhere while Ruben was upset everything is much calmer today my god I could cry reading that I remember it so well that I'd completely forgotten it and put it out of my head but yeah that was a really 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 tough time and there was something that my mum said about uh, yeah the month before I'd written that which really helped me so much with this it was almost like permission so basically it was December the 5th and I had just found out that my ex had started seeing somebody else and I wrote a long heartbroken message to my parents kind of saying oh just heartbroken stuff but the main thing that stuck out from a parenting point of view was this I said I'm really struggling at the moment I feel like a terrible mum for it too I'm really short-tempered and I've got no interest in anything um, and my mum's reply is like oh it was honestly that just felt like the perfect response because I wasn't sure at that stage whether they fully understood why I'd even left um, and I was always second guessing what they were thinking and needing their approval almost. So my mum's reply was, our heart breaks for you and for all the things you've lost. Being a single parent is so difficult, but you are doing amazingly. You've made the right decision and things will get easier as you go through the stages of bereavement. You've made a lovely home for them and you must stop worrying about being a bad mum. You are keeping things going. They know they are loved and that is enough for now. There will come a time when you enjoy being their mum again. But for now, it's enough to just do the essentials. That changed everything for me, I think, reading that. Um, and just hearing that they understood where I was coming from. And do you know what? I think all mums should hear that. Like, even when you have... Um, a newborn that's the kind of thing that you need to hear because there are times when it's just not fun <laughs> um, and then there's other times well you need to keep the faith that there is going to come a time when you do really enjoy it and you love being with them and I'm in that place now where I can just hang out with them and absolutely love being with them and take the pressure off like nothing needs to be perfect it just needs to be good enough and that's all that counts when you're a kid is knowing that your parents are there and that they're there for you and that they're trying to do the very best they can. And, you know, there are still times now when my son will come home and he will lay into me because he's just had a bit of a crap day. But I understand that he's having to keep it together everywhere else. Like he's having to be the good boy at school. He's having to you know, just do do life stuff. And sometimes you want to come home and have a bit of a tantrum. Um, and it's not taking those moments personally and just allowing them, I guess, to, to express themselves in that way. 
and not hold a grudge afterwards. That was a, a real learning curve. You know, when they're being really naughty and you're trying to prove a point, it's never going to come across in that moment. That's the time when you need to kind of both take a breather and then come back together and talk it out once everybody's calmed down. But yeah, for now, it's enough just to do the essentials. I would love to invite you to join the Happily Ever After community. We now have a closed Facebook group where we talk about all things post-separation, um, support each other, and it's just a great place to ask questions, talk about how you're feeling, and to move away from the dreaded isolation that divorce and separation can cause. Within this group is a monthly live Q&A session with me and often um, an expert guest. Uh, and they are so much fun. We basically all get together and you can ask your specific questions live or you can send them in advance and I'll get them answered. Um, and as we move into the winter months, I'm also going to be introducing a free forest yoga class with meditation, which you can either do live with me or just watch back later. So if this sounds like something you would like to join, please head to hannaharvey.uk forward slash community and sign up for the newsletter. I will send you an invite to the Facebook community and also keep you up to date with any news such as the live Q&As and the next yoga. Just keep reminding yourself that if you're at this stage now where you've got, you're still just working everything out, you don't have to enjoy it. And one of the things that actually really kept us going last year when things were quite tough was having something that we all enjoyed doing together. So I've got a 10 year old and a, she's now three, so she would have been two last year. Um, and Bluey had just come out. Oh, it probably hadn't even just come out, but we just got Disney Plus and we collectively all loved Bluey. <laughs> so we would all of us sit and watch it together and laugh our heads off and I would sit and cry at the soppy bits, obviously. Um, so that was really lovely. And then the other thing, you know, if we'd managed to go to the park, I'd be like, oh, that's a win. We've been to the park. Um, we've had a bit of fun together. And, you know, everyone's still alive, everyone's eaten. One of them may not have brushed their teeth, but that's okay. Um, and then I would just go to bed when they did. <laughs> that's it. The key to life, get plenty of sleep because everything feels better after a good night's sleep. Okay, have a great week and I will see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. I would be forever in your debt if you could leave a review and subscribe as this helps more people find our podcast. And of course, if you have a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do recommend they listen to. For anything else, thoughts on this episode or questions for future episodes, you can get in touch with me either through Instagram at hharveywrites or by my website, hannaharvey.com.